Welcome to the Journey of Woman podcast, a place for women to gather, to simply sit, be, and remember who they truly are. I'm Carly, your host, and there really is nothing more magical to me than seeing what happens when women gather. When they share their stories, drop their walls, and simply meet each other heart to heart. It is here that we will be having all the conversations that pertain to womanhood. No filters, nothing off limits, just real, raw and juicy conversations. Our guests range from mostly women living in their career genius and sharing that with us, to everyday women who simply have a story in their hearts they know needs to be shared. The journey of woman is not a linear one. Stories are what bring us together, inspire us, expand what is possible and also for us to know that we are never alone. These conversations and the occasional solo cast will be filled with all the good stuff. There may be tears, there definitely will be laughs, and one thing I can guarantee you is that there will be no masks. Just real conversations with real humans. I hope you enjoy this journey as much as I do. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Journey of Woman podcast. Um, This is an episode in what I am terming the Expander series and this is going to be a series of conversations with women um, sharing their stories that expand what is possible for us. And this one is going to be a solo cast because it's my story. And I want to share with you how I received um, my son's name, baby number four. And yeah, I want to share that journey with you because it was a highly synchronistic and pretty magical experience. So um, yeah, I have always known. So even, so my eldest child right now is 17. Um And I would say for the birth of my first three children, I was not overly awake and aware of things. However, one thing that I have always held to be true, um, even back then, is that I've always held the belief that our babies choose their name and that we just have to be open to receiving them. Um, All four of my children have rather different names. (laughs) And I just remember, um, although the stories of how I received the first three um, are probably not as magical as this one, I just had such a strong inner knowing that this was their name and I was pretty stubborn with my husband. (laughs) Like there wasn't much room for me to change my mind because I just knew. So thankfully he... um, willingly went along with the names because I just know I knew in every cell of my body that um, this is what their names needed to be. So when it came to baby number four, we were not planning to have a fourth child. Um, However, this little soul had been floating around me for, you know, a good four years. And we were in uh, Malaysia at the time in 2016. And I had taken off for a few days I had left my husband with the kids and this is a whole other story it was quite a intense experience where I ended up but that's a whole other journey I may 
share at some point in here. However, um, I did a water fast and I, through that process, um, for anyone who's done a water fast, you know, you just, you become very clear um, because there's really nothing in your system to interfere with anything. So in that process, um, this little soul came to me and he shared with me many things about um, his birth and certain things. But one thing in particular, he told me that his name was to be Zion and that he was going to send me a song um, that I will be able to play to him throughout his life to remind him of who he was. That was the message that came through. And I kind of forgot about it. And then in early 2017, um, a friend of mine posted on Facebook this singer and I had never seen or heard of her before. And I just felt drawn to check her out. And I started going through her albums because she just released a new album and um, I actually ended up going back through some of her older ones and I found a song called Zion's Lullaby and my whole body covered in goosebumps um, or truth bumps and I just knew it was the song. So I bought it, I bought it off iTunes and I downloaded it and we were traveling at the time um, we're traveling full-time with my family. We had been since 2016. And I played this song to my husband and kids. And they were all like, oh my God, mum, turn it off. That is so weird. And they weren't really fans. So anyway, I put it to the side. I was like, okay, <laughs> obviously not one to play right now. And six weeks later, um, we had been staying out on a property in northern New South Wales, a amazing, amazing property um, that had just held a really deep soul connection for me um, and my family, actually. And yeah, we'd been out there for quite some time, maybe three or four weeks. And um, I was taking my friend who had been staying out there with us back into Byron, it was about a two hour drive, uh, because she was flying out to go overseas. And I was taking her to her friend's house um, who had been away and she was going there to house sit for a few days before she flew out. And when we arrived, there was a car in the driveway. We're like, She's like, oh, that's weird. There isn't meant to be anyone here. I'll just go in and check. And I stayed in the car with her kids. I'd left my kids back at the property with my husband. And um, I stayed in the car with her kids and I just, um, they, they wanted to get out. So I started getting them out and took them inside and when I walked in there was a lady standing at the top of the stairs and she just looked at me really deeply actually really intensely and I I said hello and um, she said oh you can take the kids upstairs if you like so I took them upstairs and I was just playing with them and oh, 10 minutes or so later she came up and she looked at me um, and said, I know you. <laughs> and I said, I feel like I know you too. And she said, what's your name? And I told her my name and she's like, are you a Byron local? I said, no, I haven't actually been to Byron. This is the first time I've been here since I was 18. Um, she's like, oh, and I said, well, what's your name? And she said, oh, well, I'm a performer. Um, my name's Daya, Daya Dover. <laughs> 
And my response probably wasn't the most classy response, but I was like, get fucked. (laughs) I literally just bought one of your songs like six weeks ago. And I proceeded to tell her the journey I had been on with this little soul and that he had told me he was going to bring me a song and that I had bought her song called Zion's Lullaby. And she said, oh my gosh, do you know the story about the African tribe? And I said, oh, no, (laughs) tell me. And she proceeded to tell me the story of an African tribe that sing their babies in. And so when the mum knows that it is time to conceive a baby, she goes out and sits under the tree and she waits and she waits for the song of that little soul to land in her being and she just starts singing it. And so she receives this song and she starts singing it and she teaches it to her husband and they sing the song when they're conceiving. The song is sung at the baby's birth and at all the major rites of passage that that child has throughout their life. And the whole community is taught each uh, baby song. And if that child loses its way, you know, does something that is deemed inappropriate or anything like that, the whole community gets around this child and sings them their song to remind them of who they are. That was literally the words that she said to me. And oh, my, my whole body was just going crazy throughout this whole time. I went, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. Um, I was just, yeah, so blown away. Anyway, so we sat and chatted for a while and then I had to go because I had an appointment and I went back to the property a couple, I actually stayed in Byron for a couple of days and, um, the day I got home, my daughter who, what would she have been? Seven, seven at the time. Yeah. Um, I got home and within, within the hour of me getting home, she came up to me and she said, mom, I want to play that ding ding dada song and I just looked at her and I'm like oh my god that's so random I hadn't told them anything about what had happened in Byron um, as I said at this point we were not planning another baby my husband was very happy with just having three kids <laughs> um, and so anyway I played the song and she just loved it and we were because we were camping out there we would be cooking outside And every day she would help me with chopping up veggies. And as we're cooking, um, this song was playing and we were just singing it. And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh my goodness, are we singing this baby in? I thought, no, no, this is not how it's going to go down. We're going to have a very conscious conception. My husband is going to be very much on board with having another baby. And yeah we'll just see how it plays out in that week all three of the older kids just randomly out of nowhere started saying you have to have another baby we have to have another baby husband's like we don't need to have another baby (laughs) anyway that song just continued to get played um every day and it was not me instigating it which i found so fascinating just kids are so tuned in and yeah, I was just like, okay, whatever, whatever needs to be, will be. And it turned out that 
we had unknowingly conceived about a week later after me coming back from Byron and playing that song. So, oh yes, we were very much calling that little soul in and um, yeah, I, I know he needed to come in at on that property. There was something very, very special about the land there. Um, it felt like there was, yeah, some kind of vortex on that energy it was just phenomenal. And, um, yeah, so when I found out I was pregnant, um, all of the pieces started to fall together, obviously. And at his birth, we had a beautiful home birth, which, um, yeah, was just such an amazing experience and by far my hardest birth and yet the most profound in so many ways and I had created a whole list of songs like I'm talking maybe you know over 100 songs I had a birth playlist on my iTunes and when it came to time I had come into being in labor and I listened to a song and I was like oh get it off (laughs) quick skip that song can't listen to it did this for about five songs and then Zion's Lullaby came on and I instantly just relaxed into my body and I just said to him just put that on repeat I just I can't listen to anything else at the moment and I actually had no intention of doing that I had not, not forgotten about the story of his conception or anything like that, but I just thought I would have all these other songs playing and that was in the playlist throughout it. Um, but ultimately what ended up happening was that song played on repeat for seven hours and <laughs> my poor midwives and Dola, they were probably well and truly over that song by the time he made his entrance into the world. But um, that was the song um, that he came into the world to. And it wasn't until later that I remembered all of it and went, oh my God, of course, he had to come into that song. And the other really beautiful part about this story was um, at two points um, throughout that birth, uh, one was just before I had gone into transition Uh, my husband went outside to get some fresh air and he saw a shooting star across the sky and he came back in and he's like oh my gosh I just saw a shooting star and then yeah I very quickly went into transition and the birthing stage and then again shortly after Zion was born um, he went outside when I was getting all cleaned up Um, And again, he saw a a star, shooting star flying across the sky as our, yeah, our little baby. Um, We had, yeah, I absolutely believe this, the story of um, mothers going out into the cosmos to fetch their babies because it is absolutely an in-between world's space that we are in. And yeah, so that is... That is the story of how I received his name. And one of the things that came up for me, um, some may or may not be aware of the word Zionism and Zionists. (laughs) Um, And this was something I really questioned. I was like, whoa, why are you choosing this name? I asked this little soul many times and um, 
every time I just get it, kept getting the same answer and that is that there are many beings um, coming onto earth right now that are here to change the energy of some very sacred words and Zion being one of them um, I'm sure there are many who have realized that the terrorist organization being named ISIS is no coincidence um, this is yet another attempt to take these words that you know are very sacred um, and taint them and so yeah for those who don't know obviously Isis is one of the most renowned Egyptian goddesses and yeah these names just hold power and yeah there's so many of these little beings that are coming in um, that are choosing to hold uh, the energy of these names and yeah there's um, it's actually a few beautiful songs um, I don't you may have also heard the song To Zion by Trevor Hall and when I actually spoke to Dea Dover about this because I said to her oh I'm just you know I'm concerned <laughs> about this um, name and I said what does Zion mean to you and when she wrote that song actually she was pregnant with her son um, who I think she said was about 11 at the time when I was speaking to her and um she just said it was just a place of oh I can't remember her exact words but you know just that place of um I don't want to use the word heaven because it feels like <laughs> that is a word that's a bit in the god matrix but you know it's just that really beautiful place um and the other reference to Zion that I had never known before until actually after he was born I had never seen the movie The Matrix <laughs> and uh, one of my girlfriends actually was like do you know Zion is the name of the last civilization in like the last human civilization in The Matrix I was like no way so it's like that place of um, purity and um, yeah like I honestly don't know the true meaning and essence of the word that hasn't come to me at this point um for that I'm just believe that I'm not meant to know that yet but um yeah I just know that that's what these little beings are doing and if you are one of the mothers that are receiving words that may have not words sorry names that may have meanings that have been placed on them that don't feel great um I just really invite you to trust in your baby and just know that these little souls have the energy to overwrite anything that is um, that has been tainted in these names. So, hmm, yeah, so that is one of my expander stories that I have really been wanting to share. And yeah, it's been a story that's been on my heart Um for well four years now I have shared it with a number of people and um yeah if you are a mama a mama to be and um or perhaps you have someone in your world that you feel called to share this episode with then I would be very grateful for you to do that um because yeah it's just my hope that even if it's just one mum 
one beautiful woman out there that can um, expand what is possible for her and her baby through hearing this, then I know that sharing this story has done its purpose. It has served its purpose. So thank you all for tuning in. And um, yeah, I would love to hear from you if you enjoyed this um, episode, please share it. Um, I am on Instagram over at um, Carly Modra, so C-A-R-L-E-E-M-O-D-R-A. And please tag me when you share it. And yeah, I just love to hear um, how this landed for you. So have an amazing day wherever you are in the world. And I will be back with you real soon.